This podcast is brought to you by Picklebet. Picklebet now have same-game multis, which has rocketed them up to the number one betting app in Australia. They specialise in rugby league, horse racing, AFL, e-gaming, and much more. Download the Picklebet app on Apple or Android. Use the code TURBO when signing up. Over 18, gamble responsibly. Know what you're gambling with. You lose more than you win. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Tom Ready for a Tommy Turbo Masterclass. Masterclass. Aimless Tuesday is here. And the boys are hard as a rock. Don't be a weak gutted dog. Leave that for Jamin Salmon. Get ready for the best Supercoach show on the planet. It's so good, it's better than Lego. You're now listening to the Supercoach Experience Podcast. Here's your host. Brandon Savage. Brandon Savage. Hello and welcome to the Supercoach Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Savage, the coach of the Jamin Salmons. We see Jamin Salmon is right there. He's my shrine for this year. I am joined by somebody who is absolutely firing at the moment, Ryan Hadley, the coach of 2GB. How are you, Ryan? Good, Saz. Good to be here again. Another good week of Supercoach and Rugby League ahead. You have been doing quite well, haven't you? I did. I have. Yeah, I had two kind of quiet weeks, um, and the last two weeks have been pretty pretty elite for me, which is good. So, um, yeah, the bye week I did really well. I was ranked fifty fifth for the round, um, which took me up to one hundred thirtieth or something, and then had another good week. The week just gone. Um, What'd you score on the weekend? Twelve thirteen hundred and twelve, I believe, uh, which got me up to one hundred second overall, which I'm. <gasps> Pretty chuffed about. I'm now the leading member of the Supercoach Experience, oh, uh, overtaking you. Thank funny you Funny how you come on this week. You're available this week. You're not available every other week, but yeah, this busy week. Like, busy, mate. Busy sorting out my Supercoach, sitting on the couch and um, scrolling through and racking my mind for hours on end. How do you feel? Uh, I don't know whether I should get ahead of myself. Not get ahead of myself because like, I'm pretty content with who I am and I'm quite happy about it, but I'm like... Is there, is there a chance that I can, like, really give this a nudge? Like, am I, am I dreaming here or not? Like, And then I look at how far ahead, like, the top three or four are, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's, they're a fair, The top fair ten doesn't away. feel that far away, though, does it? Yeah. I mean, it happens pretty quickly. You saw that guy that was coming 300th or something, and he scored 1,500 this week, and all of a sudden he's, like, 30th or something. Like, it's yeah. it can happen just like that. All you need is a couple of good weeks, and, um, and yeah, it changes really quickly. I went from... The, the week that they stuffed up with the the first buy oh, yeah, round yeah, where yeah. they stuffed up, I went from like, I don't know, I was like 200th to like 80th and we were like cheering for yeah. the 10 minutes until they fixed it. And I was like, oh, and then after that was when I had my two down weeks. So you haven't even been in the top 100 this year? So I was for about, Briefly, for for about 25, 25 yeah. minutes, yeah, yeah, until they fixed it all. Well, that's um, pretty I'm good. Hoping, I'm looking my, my hopes up. This week I think I learned from, the, from round 14 – Ah, sorry. Yeah, it would have been the, the round fourteen and fifteen. Fourteen, fifteen. That this week coming up is probably not going to suit me very well. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I've planned for all the buys. I don't have Origin players. Yeah. Whereas all the head-to-head heavy guys are going to like score really well and have a really big, big round. Um, whereas I don't think that'll be the case. I should still be steady, but I'm not expecting massive green arrows this week. It's real funny. You see, like the David Fafitas, the Tinos named this weekend. You're like. 
shit. Like I feel so bad not having yeah. them because they're, they're a week after Origin. They're not backing up. Their bodies aren't going to be sore, and it's really it's a really tough watch on a week like this. I think this is the perfect week to get in uh, someone like Cameron Munster and then hold to after the buys. And I, I guess we will chat about that. But uh, it's been a while since you've been on the podcast, and uh, I just wanted to say a quick congratulations because if you have Ryan Hadley on Instagram, you'll see. He's announced himself as a super coacher, a serious one. Yeah, real serious super coach. Between my super coaching uh, spare time, he's talking. We're talking about the same thing here. Well, I was, I was trying to like lead the listeners one way and then throw them with a curveball. Yeah, ball, but, well, but, but, <laughs> well, as my cricketing background suggests, I slipped on through to the keeper, <laughs> and I'm now expect an expectant father come September. So yeah, that's it. Um, so congratulations! Does, thank you very much. When does super coach wrap up? When's round 27? Oh, September is finals. Yeah, so. so we could could have two wins potentially maybe. It, it was, it was very, very similar super coach. for mine, yeah. August 31st. There you go. I was in the hospital and our last podcast leading into the last week was the week Timmy was like on top and yeah. he had it all but sealed. Okay. So I missed that last podcast, which, which sucked because I wanted to be there, but I was in the hospital um, – yeah, that's good. Been. Hopefully, so hopefully it wraps up before then because I could not imagine like my partner in labour while I'm trying to like trade or see if someone's gone big or see if I need to loop or something. Should kill it me. really depends how far along, uh, how close you are. Because if you're like a hundredth, then it's last week. Oh, it doesn't. No it doesn't yeah, really yeah, matter. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, congratulations, Hats. Thank you, um, it's going to be awesome. And then uh, leading into the cricket season. Yeah, I'll have my hands. I'll have my hands full. Yeah. That's, 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 tell me about it. Um, I was gonna have an interview here with uh, like a podcaster profile interview here just before, but the guy cancelled very late. And I, I did want to say we are gonna have you on, but I want to wait till the shield season is over, till next year. Right. I want. I, I want to. Hopefully, ref- my profile gets yeah. bigger. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I want to reflect on that because I feel like for the first like three, four episodes we had John, we just always asked about your life. Yeah. Feel like we'll wait. Okay. We'll wait for you. I was going to say I'm a bit offended. Fat. Uh, <laughs> we'll wait till we'll wait till cricket's over and you can finally relax with the baby. <laughs> get you on for a podcast. Yeah, with my eight month old or whatever it'll be. That yeah, stage. Jesus. Um, but yeah, ranks. Uh, I'm down to one ninety ninth. Uh, had. But that's a- all right though. You. Yeah, yeah, you're still sitting. You're still sitting pretty comfortably, I think, compared to a, a lot of people. Like you've saved trades these last yeah. couple of weeks, or one, one or two. You, you seem to have a solid game plan. And you know what you're going to do. I, I like the explanation of your moves from like this week and the one last week that you sent in the chat. Yeah, we'll get, you'll get to that. I'm sure. I will. But yeah, I think. Don't stress. Not that I'm the guru. <laughs> I feel like I need to talk to you like I am the guru now. Eleven seventy five on the weekend for myself, and I'm I'm quite happy. Um, I'm I'm quite happy. I'm quite happy. That's good. Uh, I actually thought that you know, looking around the leagues, I was probably a bit under par. Didn't know, think I was that far under, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty much exactly where I land. I said to you guys, I'd be happy if I didn't go lower than 200 yeah. and I landed just above that. So Yeah, well, I, I think I kind of expected myself to go up more, if I'm honest. Yeah, and yeah. I well, actually, a couple so did guys, I, to be honest. A couple honest. of guys that I know scored around, similar to you, around that kind of 1,200-ish mark mm. and they were they were still going down almost. Like, it was yeah. kind of – it was it was a funny old week. Yeah. Um, I'm just happy that I managed to score 1,300 a week that I saved two trades. 
I was I was happy to cop a loss there, to be honest, if I, yeah, if I was nice. going to, and it just worked out well. A lot of people were in bad positions. Um, July 22nd, uh, Supercoach Experience Drinks. We have some more guests lined up. Um, just head to our Facebook page, and there's an event there now. So um, that's, gonna, that's quite soon. I just like to mention that every episode because why not? Uh, wrap up on what we're going to talk about on the show. So we're talking about hot topics, origin players, buy players, non-buy origin players, team lists, and then we're going to get captains and trades. The hot topics. What are our tactics this round and what are our tactics moving forward? So uh, it is. it does really go team to team. How are you going to tackle it? How are you going to tackle it? It's a hard one. I think... I'm touched on it before with the whole head-to-head guys already having their big origin guys already in their side and having held them the whole time. Um, and as a week for the overall players, it's going to be tough for us to move up the ranks and we've got to really nail which origin star we kind of get down. I think I'm at a stage, and I assume most people are at a stage, where tr- trades are of a, at a bit of a premium. Um, I don't really want to be wasting trades on guys that won't stay there till the end from now. Yeah. Um, so, and the only guys that I can that I don't have at the moment really, and that I know will stay to the end are those guys playing Origin. Your Tanos, your Munsters, mm. your Haas, your like Cleary. Obviously, he's not playing, but those sort of guys. Um, so, I think this is a week where I've got to take a punt really on which guy I think is going to do well for me, which guy's going to back up and actually play. And there's a couple that spring to mind. Um, with some of the news that's come out over the last couple of days. How many do you have for round 19 at the moment? Uh, before my trades this week, I had 13. Assuming, 13, yeah. Assuming Origin sides stayed relatively similar. So Horsburgh. Horsburgh, yeah. So yeah. If, if, if he drops out or if Nico, something like Nico yeah. comes back in or something like that, um, that obviously goes down. But uh, I'm sitting okay. So to be honest, I'm not. This week, I'm not so focused on 19 because I think um, either organically it's going to happen with the guys I'm looking to bring in this week or I can make one trade later in the next couple of weeks that can sort that out. Um, But, yeah, what about you? Uh, I have about 14 at the moment and, uh, like, it really depends on the origin. Like, it could go for the worst way. Damien Cook could get named, Horsburgh could get named, Nico Hines could get named. It could go up in arms for us but at the moment I have about 14 and the two people I am trading in this week I probably would have traded them in if they weren't playing 19 anyway just because I feel like these are the kind of guys I want to get into my side not for the rest of the year both of them but that there's reasoning behind that I guess um, I'll touch on that later but yeah it's a weird one like maybe I do have one eye on the 19 and I just want to make sure that we have that one last big push before it becomes the end of the season and everyone's team kind of molds into the same thing. I think that's what my last buy round where I went pretty large. I had like 15 or 16 players. So I think my just some of the scores that dropped out were like 45, 49, 50 or something like that. which I know it does make a big difference, but yeah. when they're dropping out, most people will be taking that every day of the week yeah. from their you know, kind of 12th, 13th player. It's also a, a bit of a curse, though, because I looked at that that week and I thought to myself, I'm like, Jesus, I'm lucky that it was only top 13. Mm. This guy has, has planned well and I've had shit players drop out. He still scored more than me, but like you, you don't use that 50 points in the end. So you've just got to choose the right players and – the tactic, what you had, strong players, 
allowed you to keep strong scores um, and vice versa kind of works like that. But do you see a world where someone set up, say, say they have 15, which I, I think it could be easily likely because well, I think I look now, I've got 14 now. So. Yeah, I, th- I think I've got like 14, 15. That's not even trying. Yeah. yeah. Well, Murdoch Masilla, yeah. I'm not even counting in my side. <laughs> um, but say you got 15. Do you, do you aim for a Dave Fafita or, or someone like that? It's a bit awkward for, for my for opinion. this week, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I've done not exactly that, but I've, I'm going down that route. I've, yeah? I've, I'm set with my numbers pretty much. I'm bringing in an origin guy that isn't playing 19. I think that's 100% a viable option if you've already got the numbers. I think it's a bit of an awkward one because depth is going to be tested over the next three weeks. And these players, they're going to play one game in the next three weeks assuming all of the origin stars don't back up in round 20, which I feel like that is going to be the round where they don't back up. But that being said, it's a dead rubber. So we might be more likely seeing these guys back up because it's just not as the intensity might not be as much. Who are you getting in? My guy at the moment is Payne Haas. Right. I know you're – I mentioned in the chat the other day and you weren't the biggest fan. You're not 100% convinced he's going to be one of those keepers at the end of the – season in the front row. Hear me out for two seconds. Yep. The news coming out this, this today about Jordan Rickey and uh, Tom Flegler could be both out long-term, potentially yep. season-ending injuries. Suggests to me that Payne Haas is going to back up in round 20 and play decent minutes. All right, Kevy, you saw Kevy in the presser the other day after they lost. He was furious. He was that filthy. And I think he's just a competitive bastard and he wants to bloody win this thing. And I think they have the side that they can do it. And Payne Haas has to be a crucial player in that side. They do, especially if they get Ben Hunt, which is I don't not looking likely yeah. now. Um, also, you, you mentioned that whole origin thing. There's a chance. Like, if we're, we've already lost a series, Haas... Turns out he's not. He might not. He might not play big minutes. Like he might. He might have reduced minutes in that Origin. Yeah. Role. Like what would be the point of him playing big minutes in that game? In, yeah. There's no point in him playing 65, 70 minutes. Like he probably should. Um, so I'm. I'm on him. I. Your point to me was you don't see him anymore as a as that one of those elite no, guys. No. Uh, I think you've got my words skewed there. Go on. Uh, I think I don't see him as the guy that. You need to get in over the guys we already have, the Horsbra, mm-hmm. the Tarpanes. We both have Horsbra, Tarpanay, Fenor, Blake. Do you have Tohu Harris? I don't have Tarpanay. You don't have Tarpanay. You've got Tohu Harris, though. I don't have Tohu either. You don't have – okay. No. Well, then in your position? Yeah, so I need I needed a, a front row or a second row. Yeah. But here's, here's my thing. This was all before – this Haas decision was all before um, Flegler yeah. was ruled out. That's kind of added to it. But then I was thinking on the way in the car – I was thinking, well, if Horsby's playing Origin now, or there's a chat that Horsby's going to play Origin, he then misses 19. Chances are reduced role in 20. Does then Joe Tarpanay become my man for those two weeks, especially with Papaliti out with the hamstring injury as well? So there's a chance that Tarpanay goes back to that. Whether he plays lock or front row, I don't really care. Raiders have the buy in 20. There you go. That saves my issue. But... My but point, you can't go to Tarpany if that's the case. That's what I'm saying. So that saves my problem. So Haas is still right. my man. And you um, think he's going to back up? I think so. He has to. Like, what's their what's their pack this week? They've got a guy on an edge that I don't even – they've got Pia Curo, who I'm sure you might get to later. Yep. Um, they've got Palacea starting at the front row. And, uh, like, what's their bench like? They've got Corey Jensen, Kobe Heddington, Marty Tapau going to start. Like, I think that's not a that's not a top eight – 
pack. If you take Carrigan and Haas out of that, and now with those two injured, Ricky and Flegler, I think Haas needs to play. And he's played, yes, he's played 50 minutes or so when he has backed up the last couple of times, but he only needs 60. Hmm. He only needs 60 minutes to score 70, 80 points. I, to be honest, I wanted, I wanted Fafita. Yeah. I wanted Fafita. He's, he's you just gonna, couldn't avoid him? He's gonna be, probably going to be a bit much. I wanted to bring in two guns this week just to try and stop that little drop down that I'm kind of expecting. Um, but then it makes more sense that he's, he'll probably lose a little bit more cash for feeder. Um, I needed a flexible guy in the front row, especially if Horst was going to get picked because my third and fourth front row is Lindsay Smith and Sean Kepi at the moment. Fuck, how good is Lindsay Smith going? Unbelievable. Mate, he's, a 400 and, he's, a, he's only 430k. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um, I was considering playing. I was messaging in the chat. I was yeah. at the Penrith game and I was like, do I play Taruva or Lindsay Smith? Who would have thought at the start of the year I'd be tossing up a Penrith winger versus a, a bench guy? Penrith bench guy. Yeah. The, um, Penrith bench guys historically don't do that well. Well, either. no, they don't play many minutes because we've got all the other guys play yeah. so many minutes. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like a Timmy just there, just like thinking my thoughts out loud about my front row, second row decisions. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm kind of scared off Tohu a little bit after last week. I don't know. I don't really know. What's going on there? Um, a bit of an awkward one last mm. week. They put on a lot of points, yeah, so, so, so came off 67th minute. And I'll cop that from Tohu. Um, if that's going to be his worst score at 56, yeah. I'll take that any day that's of the right. week for sure. I got him in last week and I was quite disappointed because I was like, I didn't really need to do this yeah. this week. But I think long-term, it's a good decision and Tohu's the kind of guy you can rely on. Yeah, that's right. And then, sorry, just to touch on your theory, whatever you want to call it, that I misconstrued. Your ideal finishing kind of second row, front row makeup? Ideal. Your your ideal one. Are you going AFB, Horsburgh, getting Tino in, Fafita obviously down in the second row, no Haas, no – like you're keeping Tarpanay. What are you doing? I think it's go- – I've got Tohu in my second row. Yeah. I think maybe Tarpanay to Tino yeah. is going to be the play. I think for Neil Blake after nineteen, yes, yeah, F- maybe in twenty, yeah. I think for Neil Blake's an end of season guy at the I moment. Agree. Um, he's just doing how good is he doing? And the Warriors, the Warriors, I can't, I just can't believe how good he's no, doing. I didn't even realize oh, they're one win off top of the table. I'm pretty sure, and they haven't had all their buys yet. Yeah. So they've been yeah, they've my, been. My really point good. is with the, so for this week and probably this week alone. Or until I get for feeder, at least I've got Horsburgh. I've, I've, I've dropped him down to my second row. I think there's too many kind of big ceiling guys in that position that I don't want to be taking up spots with the guys like like I know Horsburgh can score. Like if he scores a try, he can maybe turn up. But yeah, um, I don't want to be taking up those positions with your Tarpanes or your Horsburghs or your Harrises kind of thing. It's real tough that we've spent all the trades up the front already yeah. to get these guys in. I don't want to be spending another two to get them out. And I agree. G- that, that's why. That's why I've, I'm gonna. I've got to pick one. I've got to stick yeah. with it. Like to be honest, I've made, I've made f- three trades in my front row all year. Yeah. So I, I started with Jerbo, Welsh, Kepi, and one more. That one Murdoch more. I got, yeah, it probably was actually. Then I got Lindsay Smith in, and then everything else was a straight trade to Fenor Blake when he was cheap when yeah. I couldn't afford Tarpane, which turned out <laughs> wonderfully. Um, and Horsburgh when he was cheap. Yeah. So I, I, I think I've lucked out. So I think I can afford to make so you one get, trade now. So you get Haas this week. It allows you to get Tino in a few weeks, maybe at second row yeah. or front row. It just depends. Uh, I haven't decided what's like – I'm looking at it now. This is the problem is that I'm going to be a little bit stuck. And I hate to 
dwell on my t- my team for too long. But like, is Hopgood going to be a hold for the rest of the year? Is he? Gonna, is there going to come a stage where I need to sell him? Because um, at the moment, I don't really see how I'm going to get to Tino and Fafita. Fafita. Let's talk about Hopgood. Is he, is he an end of season guy? I saw, I saw Grant in the chat the other day saying his plan is to go Hopgood to Fafita, and I just couldn't believe it. I know with RCG and Paulo coming back, uh, the minutes will be more limited. But for now, I'm just holding put until that actually Absolutely. happens. I think I've got to see. You've got to see the first sign of like a change. And when that happens, I think you've That's got to when jump. I'll start to think about it. I'm not even. I'm not. Even, I jumped the first time when Hopgood made all this money at the start, and then Maddo came back from his suspension or whatever it was. I jumped then, and then I was eating my words because yeah. it didn't turn out well at all. Um, so I think that's when I'll start to think about it. Yeah. Um, but I think I think he should be a keeper. Yeah, I think so too. Is, so, he, is he only getting better as well? Like that game he, of the weekend, he's getting ridiculous. better. More attacking stats are coming mm-hmm. in. Parramatta are warming up. Brendan Hands at hooker looks good. DJ Anasi looks real good. Uh, we did talk about Fafida, but another ton on the weekend. I think without that sixteen, without that, if he turned up that week and played eighty minutes, I don't think anyone would have sold him. Absolutely not, and that's it's going to be so hard to to buy him back. I know he's going to lose money again this week, but I don't see how. I, don't, I just don't know. I really, that, <laughs> I really want him this week. I really do, but I just. And what, then what happens? Like, I, I, who's the coach in them at the moment? I'll make bloody. Oh, I wouldn't even yeah. know. But like, is he going to back him up? Like, yeah, he. I know they rested Tino this. Um, like this game yeah, on the yeah. weekend, like post Origin. Like, do they I, rest I think, Fafita completely? I next think one? resting Fafita in the first game. And then what, he wasn't named to back up the week after, wasn't he? No, he wasn't because of the HIA. So that's why he didn't play the next week and that's why a lot of people sold him. Well, he played that game where he had 16, 30 minutes. Yeah, no, yeah. he backed yeah. up, but he didn't play the week yeah. after. So he rests for feeder first, rest Tino second. I think they both get rested in 20. Against th- Parramatta at Combank. Do you think they just go, oh, well, we're going to lose anyway and just <laughs> rest them both? I don't, I don't know. I think the coach will have the best interests of the club and the players, maybe not so much the result because there's no pressure on him. So I, I don't know. It, it honestly really depends. And maybe maybe they just play limited minutes in that round 20 game. It is on the Sunday, to be fair. And then when they. Well, then he probably backs up and they probably just don't train. And then 21, they play the Saturday. So it's a decent yeah. enough turnaround. Yeah, it's a real tricky one. Uh, Cameron Munster, he's the most traded in this week at 666,000 with a 56 break even. Plays Penrith this week. Devil's number, stay away. Stay away. 666. (laughs) Playing Penrith at Amy Park. Cameron Munster tends to step up for Mm -hmm. these games though. I think if – I'm a little bit scared off for the fact that, one, I already have Hughes uh, and, two, they are playing Penrith. But I think if he's your man – to finish the season, uh, the price is probably right now, um, and I think he's more than capable of putting on a decent performance against Penrith at home, even though they haven't been that good. Uh, now's the time to do it if you are going to do it, I think, and if you've got no other pressing issues like we spoke about before. Yep. Uh, guys, we are live on YouTube at the moment, so if you are watching in on YouTube, uh, send in your questions and we'll answer them. It's the first time we've been live in a while, which is, well, we didn't know the capabilities were here, but they are, so we're going to utilise it. I've seen, There are some comments about the sound. The sound isn't perfect. 
Is this my fault? Is this I always get yelled at for not uh, having someone's, a microphone too uh, close. Some people are saying the sound is great. Some people are saying turn the sound up. I can get really close Yeah, we, we can just make like. sure we're nice and close. But we've got some questions. Ten trades left. Should I go Schuster to Luke Metcalf at 5'8"? Break even at minus five. Then Schuster is about to lose a ton of cash. Sideways trade or worth it by Tom Usher? If you've got 10 trades left at the moment, I don't know if I'd be wasting them on – not wasting, that's a bit harsh of me, but I don't know if I'd be spending them on stuff like that. I'd like to think there are ways that you can get at least one gun in with that sort of system, if, if that makes sense. If it sense. means you're doing two trades to get one gun in, one – because Schuster's a guy who can easily – like he's he's cheapy. He's a cheapy. You're not yeah. going to play him every week. Yeah, and I even if he does. So I was like, I've got to sell Schuster this week. But then I thought about it some more, and I was like, you know what? He's 400k. If he gets back down to 320, he'll have a game where he scores 80 and get back up towards where he is now, kind of thing. Um, yeah, he's going to start losing cash now. But I'd be looking away at this stage of the year. Ten trades left. You can't. You need to get your guns back eventually. Yeah. Assuming you haven't got the guys that we spoke about, your origin yeah, guys. Unless, or, unless you do and you're head-to-head and you haven't yeah. really – I don't hate it, but like Metcalf is a guy you can kind of play on matchup. Yeah. Maybe not this week against Bunnies, but Tamari Martin's due back. That's what I was going to say. Is he even – he's not, he's not going to stick around. Really, I, think he w- I think he will get the spot. You think? Tamari Martin. No, that's what I'm saying. Metcalf, yeah. I don't think he's going to nah, he stick won't around. stay. But he would have been a good purchase last week. That's right. I agree. Uh, I hope that answers his question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mitch on YouTube, thoughts on drink water for Buller? I already have Gutho in the other spot looking to move up rankings. So, Buller to drink water. I'd probably drink- hold. Yeah, I think he's so expensive now. 890K. Actually, it's- he was on our run sheet for later. So, he was in our non buy playing, non origin yeah. players, which is a very niche category. But 890K. Not origin, not buys. I think, in my opinion, he's at his max price. He has to be, doesn't he? he? Yeah. He plays the Tigers this week, and that scares me. Like, not, not that, not that I even considered owning him. Not once did I consider owning him. Mikey owns him, and at the time, I was like, Trinko, so like rogue. Like, what is what's doing? I swear, you're like just living in the past, hoping he can live up to. Some three-game run that he had yeah. last year or something. He, he's he got three tons in a row. I know. And oh, then, no, he scored 80 against nine, Penrith. 95 against Penrith. Fuck. Yeah, so you might round it so up. He, round it up, he's got five tons in a row because he got 95 against the Tigers, 117, 104, 95, 140. Jesus. Which is absolutely absurd. And I, I don't know when Mikey got him. I think it might have been that tie at the first Tigers game. So he's had him pretty much the whole time. When he, he had got, him pride around 13. There you go. So that was that Tigers game, round 12. Um that's crazy. It's just absolutely crazy. I, I can't fathom bringing him in now. I'll tell you what, though. With someone like Drinkwater, I'm not scared of not owning him. I think that's – and if you're not scared of not owning him, when you own him, the the faith is not going to be there for him to score many points for you. Like, it, it's an it's a massive Hail, Hail Mary that you're probably not going it, to – the boat's probably passed. Yeah. And here's – I've got a little – I'm sure you'll touch on it when you speak about – I'm sure you'll touch on it later, but I've got a bit of a fullback theory for you. 
the past season's gone by. We're so obsessed with like our gun fullbacks, blah blah yeah. blah. And obviously, in hindsight, Drinkwater's turned out to be that in the last few weeks, at least. And, Guth- yeah. and Gutho's done the same thing. Yeah. I-, I said in the Charles, like, there's no way Gutho goes three in a row. I can't captain him again. again. <laughs> yeah. And he, he did. He did it You again. looped him. I did loop him. But um, I don't think you need to be – like, it's almost like – I'm treating them almost like a front rower. I have no idea who the final – my final two fullbacks are going to be. So I don't want to be going to waste and wasting trades there. I understand if you've got Bull on, you need to try and get rid of him because he's peaking and mm. Brooks is out and Arpy's out. Can you honestly tell me who you are really confident that the last your final two fullbacks are going to be and who the best two options will be? Because I can't. So I'm just going. I'm just for now. I'm just running Asako or Garrick or whoever I've got in my centre wing. I like it. And I wouldn't be afraid of that because I think there's heaps of bang for buck in your centre wings over the last kind of five or six weeks. Yeah. And there's no shame in having them plugged down at your fullback. And I've got Gutho as well, which is fine and great. Um, but yeah, I just don't see the whole obsession with two specialist fullbacks if they're not the best options out of the two positions when you've got. And most people have Garrick and um, Osako or something. Is Gutho. Like, At the oh, moment. W- with Turbo out, we're going to wait. It like, could be Reese Walsh and Teddy. This is, it, it could, could be, be Reese Walsh, Teddy, Gutho, Latrell when he comes back and if he brains it. Like, your guess is as good as mine. Mm. So like, why why try to guess now and potentially waste like three or four trades on it when everyone's got like, – if you've got – I think I'm in a bloody brilliant position. I've got 16 trades before this yeah. before this week. And I know mo- a lot of people have less. Yep. So if you're going to be, affording- I have less. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you're going to be affording to spend trades on your fullback, like by all means, go for it. Well, but that's yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> and that's, that's why I said you, we'll get to it later. But yeah, um, that's my theory on the fullbacks anyway for now. I like it. We will talk about that very shortly. Uh, but Val Holmes, 755k, 11 break even. He's a guy that he's backed up every game. And absolutely killed it. Hasn't played the buys. He has played limited games. But if you held, it was probably a nice move. Yeah, nice hold. I wouldn't say he's a buy at the moment. Nah. Um, he's, what, what did you say Drinkwater was? A non-origin, non-buy player. Yeah. <laughs> Holmes is a non-buy origin player. Non-buy so like, origin yeah, player. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I said that right. But um, that, that one stings a little bit. Yeah. I've got this mantra of like guys I get rid of. Don't worry about them. And if they score well, don't stress too much. Yeah. But he's one when I watch him do well, I'm like, you little bastard. The easiest run <sighs> the first too. three rounds, yeah, everything sure. at home, everything in Queensland, and you've, you've waited till now to do it. And but I suppose that's, a, that's probably a reflection of Cowboys in general and their season in general. It's ridiculous. I think four weeks ago they had a run of Penrith, Melbourne, and the Rabbitohs coming up, and everyone was just like, they're done. They're, they're not going to make the top eight. There's no chance. They've got to win at least one of these games to to at least be in touch with it. They won all three. Yeah, ridiculous. Crazy. I mean, against Penrith C team, but that's okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> they always seem to come up against the Penrith C team. It's crazy. The Tigers do as well. They do, don't they? Yeah. Um, all right, bye players. So round 19 is fast and upcoming. I want to talk about some bye players that won – we want to keep in our side for the rest of the year? And two, which ones would would you get in that you aren't looking at keeping in your side for the rest of the year? So the top of my list here, Britton Nicara, he's one of the most traded in players this week, 650K with an 87 break even. I think this is about about the lowest price you're going to get him. I agree. Uh, I think as far as those buy players go and guys I bought in the lead up is kind of this, he was probably at the top of the list for me. Um, plays what every round from now till 
forever. Yeah, till the rest of the day. These next four weeks, potentially a really nice run. Um, I think now's the time to jump on if you haven't already. Nice price. Sharks only, I want to say on their way up, but they aren't really, are they? They're just kind of hovering around that yeah. thing. But we know what they do to those lower, those those sides that are below them and they've got three out of the four next games of that and then the run home after the Penrith and Souths game is excellent. I think they're a very good chance of hitting their straps. Like yeah. We've seen glimpses, but we haven't seen them put it all together. I think this week, I mean, they nearly put 50 on the Bulldogs last game, but... It doesn't yeah, count, does There it really? wasn't much backline play. It was just through the middle. Yeah. Shit defense. Good for Nicarilla, I reckon. Yeah, next on the list though, Ronaldo Mulatalo. I think he's a bit um a bit under hyped at the moment. Six hundred and seventeen thousand with a fifty six break even. No, sorry, with a seventy three break even. I think he should be honestly the number one traded in player this week, I think. With the draw that the Sharks have and Nico Hines absolutely firing. He's one of the main beneficiaries of it. Yeah, I think the problem, the only problem for me, and spoiler, I'm getting him this week. Um, and the only thing I worry about is that he's, he's of the old Alex Johnson mold, where even with only one try, he's only scoring sixty five. He's 70 slightly points. better than Alex Johnson. He gets a lot more line breaks. Yeah. Um, just line breaks in general play. Yeah. Um, but no, I agree. 617. The other week he was much more than that, I reckon, yep. when I decided I wasn't going to bring him in. He was 700K. There you go. Um, so I'm glad I waited. It's been a tough little watch. Uh, I went Gagla over him and Meany, and that's paid oh, – like, obviously not because Gagla's in <laughs> but um, that paid off for those couple of weeks anyway. I think Matt Moylan's having a good year. Talakai inside him was at one point one of the leading tri-assisters in the game. Um I now, though, have Hines, Nikara, Talakai, and Mulatalo, which worries me a little bit. But I think with their run, it, it I shouldn't have to stress too much. Yeah, well, I'm loading up on them. Absolute deluxe. Mulatalo's in my side. Hines is in my side. And the next on my list, 627,133 break-even. Will Kennedy at fullback. With their draw of St. George, Tigers, Warriors are a different beast this year, so I wouldn't put them in the easy category. I still but look at them, though, and I go... Like if they I see them in the lineup, and I'm like, yeah. I think they can have a game where they yeah. fall to piece or let some points in, or. Um, but is it, it is in New Zealand this one coming up, so that yeah, there you oh, go. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that does worry me a little bit, but uh, I know what you mean. But go on, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, so I, I'm getting in Will Kennedy for James Tedesco this week. Uh, I know we usually touch on trades later, but I bank just about a hundred k doing that. Uh, and it was always my plan because I feel like Will Kennedy's have had a few quiet weeks and he's the kind of guy that just goes under the radar when people are start starting to look at him. He underwhelms and then everyone's kind of written him off at the moment. 133 break even. I think he's going to hit it. I'm worried for you. <laughs> Why? I'm worried for you. I don't know. He's just a player that really, that really Needs would scare a lot. me. Like... But so do a lot of the fullbacks, to be honest. Drink water. Walsh is the same. Like I feel like Walsh needs to do so many things in the game to have a big score. Um, what does concern me is his lack of scores this year over 100. Does that concern you? No. And that, <laughs> that one game he scored 106, he had 51 points in tries. Three tries, yes. Correct. Did you just back him? Yeah. He's 
He's in the shark side, off the back line. I, I might be going too heavy on the sharks, but I don't, I don't think I don't think that's the problem. I don't think the sharks, but heaviness is the problem because you get them all scoring in different yes, ways. Yes, but looking over the next three weeks. This buy period, this is the last bit of the buy period. So if I load up on these guys playing St. George, who are in absolute shambles at points bet, I think that's a great matchup and they can all score well. The Tigers, who are, they're decimated at the moment. And then they play the Warriors in round 20, which I don't know what's going to happen there, but hopefully we can get a point or two from, <laughs> from, from each of the players there. But... I honestly think you can ride these players for three weeks, and especially Kennedy. Kennedy's not in my final side. Yeah, he's he's a three week play, maybe four week, just depending on in how. a position trades wise where you think you can do that comfortably. Yes, that wasn't very comfortable. <laughs> yes, was it? No, I, it's not quite Matt Dufty from the other year from you, but no, far I've, from it. Actually, I've already saved quite a few trades, and I think I'm I have thirteen before trades this yeah. week, so I make two this week. That gives me like. 15 for the week. It allows me sorry, just... 15 for round 19. Yeah, 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 sorry. It allows me to have like one trade next week maybe, just as a luxury, and then see where I go from yeah, there. Yeah, no, you did always say that last seven rounds, whatever, you were aiming for 10 trades, and yeah. I suppose you're on track for that. Which, I am. Which is a good Easily. thing. What's your plan post-Kennedy? As you said, I don't know. I think I want to get Tedesco back in, I think, just depending on the draw. For the third time in the year. Yeah, yeah. Fullback rule-led is a legit strategy. In, I think usually it is, 100%. I just think it's a little bit different this year. You think so? A little bit. The fullbacks have been so up and down, though. Like, look at that, Gutho. That's what I'm saying, though. Look at, like, no, but look at Gutho. I think you've got to get on these players when their run is hot. If you just kept Walsh throughout the year, mm-hmm. you'd probably be not looking that yeah, great I agree. at the moment. Yeah, but I think it's also like, you say rule-led, but I think it's always got to be like a steady kind of increase whereas I feel like you're going like one up one sideways one down to Teddy one across to Kennedy hoping he goes up to Luttrell or no, I don't know, but this, know is, I mean? this is also a cash gen thing Okay, so if I was doing a sideways trade I wouldn't be all for it but the fact that I bank 100k from doing so Teddy has 140 break even plays Manly this week which I'm slightly worried about but at Four Pines Park he doesn't average very well there. Average is about 50. I think I'm going to wait till after Origin to get Teddy back because he's going to have about a 100K price drop. I don't know. That's just my plan and it's what, what I feel. I think for a long time this was my plan anyway, just to jump on the Sharks' easy draw. But Teddy came out and absolutely blitzed it and I was going to hold him. The fact that last week he came out with a 30... I'll be okay if he comes out and gets 80 because if, if Kennedy can go close to it, I think it'll even out once I get back to him maybe. Do you have a centre wing that has fullback yeah, eligibility? Yeah. Is there any thought of a Talakai or a nah. um, who nah. else has a nice run? Nah. No? Just all in on Kennedy? Sweet. Yep. No, I'm happy. I just, nah. just nah, thought I'd I'm very talk ha- through I'm it. I'm very happy about this. Uh, other buy players, DWZ and CNK. What about them on the weekend? Do we, we, as someone who didn't own them, actually, I know how you felt about this. You you posted in the chat. Oh, lo- you, you said to me, luckily not many people in the top hundred <laughs> own. No, no, I said this doesn't hurt that much to watch because I assume not many people in the top hundred <laughs> would have CNK. 
And then you put <laughs> go on. I looked, and in the top one percent, five hundred and sixty yeah, people, <laughs> which was like I think uh, it was like forty percent. I was or like, oh. Oh shit! Like, I did not know no, that. No, neither either. did I. I like, do you think I, they just held them the whole time, or do you think? Cause I, I sold him round five. Like I, I don't know when I sold him, but or do you reckon they bought him back the other week? Yeah, most likely. I don't think you could have held him on for that long. No, that's be. what I'm saying. Like I just, yeah, he, Ma- he, maybe he, it was just a. I don't know what his numbers were like around the buy. Maybe it was just a desperate buy play, and they kind of good purchase well. though, in my opinion. Oh, in the end, it was bloody uh, he, brilliant, no, wasn't he it? was a good purchase. Now plays the Rabbitohs, and I. think think they play someone else very difficult in 19. Para. And then the Sharks. So so pretty tough draw over the next couple of weeks. So I would hold on trading him in and DWZ, but just had to mention because, Jesus, they've they've done real well. Brained it. I, I was kind of watched in admiration. I was like, how bloody good is this? Like, I just like seeing Warriors it was do good, well. It was good to see them. They're Not all, Dallin. They're it's all, a bit of a low-key grub. They're, but. All, they're all... They're all performing so well. SJ, crazy. I would have laughed at you when you brought him in. When if when like Timmy brought him in and stuff, crazy. How how good does it see? Like he's laughing on the sideline and yeah, just having fun. He's having fun playing halfback. Just there's playing ch- footy. two cheapies that are on the horizon, and I don't know. If it, like with the amount of trades a lot of us have, it's probably not the right time. But um. Someone like myself, I got in Richard Kennard last week, who, nice negative break even, mm-hmm. scored 60. Um, With no attacking stats, really. That's it. Um, Sean Bloor, 395,000, negative 10 break even. Named to start at second row. What are your thoughts on him? When you said it in the chat uh, yesterday, and mind you, my kind of awareness around particularly mid-price players that are doing well, I don't seem to pay a whole lot of attention to it for some reason. Um, so I often feed off you guys for that sort of stuff. Forgive me. Um, when you said it, I was like, oh, that's a bit of a strange one. But then I had a bit of a better look. And those last two weeks, I quite liked the look of. Yeah. Um, you know, no, no real attacking stats. That 90-odd he scored the other week, he had 10 points in tackle busts. Yeah, he had a couple of line breaks. Um, but I actually, I actually don't mind it. I actually quite like it if he, you can manage to hold down that spot. And you're in the market for someone around that. If that allows you to get, and you can speak about your plan in a sec, which I quite like, but if that allows you to get someone like a Fafita or a Tino or a Munster or whatever you need to do, I don't hate it because he'll be a flip in four weeks, three weeks, four weeks. Yeah. Um, to a, hopefully another one. And the fact that he's already 400K, like it's cheap enough, but it's also fat enough to move on to someone yeah. nice. And I think the thing with me this year is like everyone gets so obsessed with the cheapie, right? That bottom dollar guy that makes – like a buller that makes 400, yeah. 500K. Whether you're making 150K off a bottom dollar guy or you're making 150K off a guy that that's worth 400,000, it doesn't bloody matter as long as like – as long as you're making that 150K yeah, and you can flip it. them then. It doesn't matter. So I think for you, this this, this little – Orchestrated move. I don't like the Kennedy thing, but the orchestrated move of the Kenner to end Bloor, and you can speak about your plans with it later. But I quite like it. Well, yeah. Um, I get. I guess while we're on the topic, the plan is get in someone like Buller. Oh, uh, sorry, Bloor. Once he maxes out, Richard Kenner should max out. Yeah, about I like the, same the time. timing thing. Like where yeah. you've actually looked at it and gone, okay, these guys will both max out at the same time. They'll max out very similar times. I'll be able to use them for the buys. And then 
you can make the choice. I've got Burbo in my side, which he named on the bench this week. So <laughs> do I get rid of him? Yeah. Um, I can flip Burbo down to the center wing and maybe get in like – I don't like the idea of Nuffs. Yeah, I think – I the, don't like the idea. Neither do I usually, but I think by the time that you're yes. going to flip these guys, it'll be perfectly acceptable. And, to enough, have enough is okay. I can flip uh, Berber to the center. I can leave him and get in a center. I can get in like a five eight. I'm saying you can do whatever you want. I like it. I can get whatever I want by nothing and upgrading the other. You have what eight hundred seven fifty? Like they're both at five hundred. Yeah, is that, or is that a bit greedy? It, it might be a bit Kenner. of a stretch, yeah. but but it could happen. Yeah. It could happen, and if it does, it means they've performed well for me. Yeah. The spanner in the works here is Brennan Piercora coming on. Mm-hmm. 289,000, negative three break even. Looks like his job security is pretty good for the next few weeks. Played 80 minutes on the weekend for 48 points. Um, the week before, he scored a try and got 51. Had 51 minutes the week before. Uh, 50 minutes for 15 in round 13, which is not very good, but... Uh, he's someone with a bit less of a sample size, but 100K cheaper. If you had to choose between the two, which way are you going? Assuming job security is the same, on the surface, it kind of seems like P. Cruz is going to be a little bit better. Who's Bloor in for? Bateman's playing middle. Well, Bateman's playing middle, so that... I think that's just the way that's they've the way decided they like to it. go because, like, Pole yeah, on the did an okay job. surface, I, th- I think I like... Law better than Peter Kura. So do Plays I. 19. Um, that's, that's the clincher for me. Yeah. And by the time I sell him, like at least I've used him for 19. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like, I like him better. That, those stats that I kind of blurred out before, I, I like him. But that being said, Peter Kura is someone that, say you do have Deadwood in your side, like mm-hmm. a Murdoch Masilla, yeah. Franklin Pele, or you have someone that you want to get rid of, like a Josh Schuster. Pierre Cora is someone who is a great downgrade option. Yeah, there's in my no, opinion. there's no risk in it really, is there? No. Like you have him for this week, you have him for twenty against the dogs. Who knows what happens there? I think he's a bit of a kind of attacking kind of attacking weapon, weapon role, for yeah. them. Like it's got good potential. That's what I'm saying. So I don't think there's a harm in it. Like you're going to make money. The only thing is that it is going to cost you two trades. I'm trying to avoid stuff like that happening at the moment and trying to go from guys like my Taruva and Peaches and have kind of topped out now, but. Uh, to those kind of guns. Um, but there's going to become a stage in the next two or three weeks when I do decide to make a trade where I'm going to have to go someone like this or hopefully someone like this pops up or I might have to nuff or something like that. But there's no harm in it and I, I quite like it. Job security, good. I like it. All right, we've got some more questions absolutely piling on right now. So James Austin, uh, talking about sound again. Um, Evan Burnett do you think Peachy has one more game left in him or is he a trade-out? I'm trading him out this week as one of my trade-outs. I just don't see I don't see how he kind of gets a game. I don't think Ivan rests the outside backs again in round 20 based off kind of the last couple of years, um, assuming Crichton and To'o both kind of play. Uh, well, play Origin, I mean. And I, think I don't it, know if Crichton that's does That's what I was about play. to say. I don't think there's a chance. I think there's a good chance Crichton doesn't play. Um, and if that's the case, that's even more of a reason to not keep Peachy because I think obviously he plays for Penrith. Peachy's yeah. nowhere to be found. Uh, I think there's a chance he might play some game time off the bench maybe, but are you really going to keep a guy worth 530 whatever he's worth? What's his break even like? Low. 
Good buy. It was a good buy, wasn't it? I and he was a nice play this week. He was a great play for me this week. Um, Doesn't pass the ball. Taruva, Jesus. To be fair, I'm usually pretty critical of him. Actually, I'm very critical of him. I actually don't rate him that much, <laughs> uh, particularly out in the centres. I don't mind him as a bench option. Um but there was no real opportunity, I don't think. And I played Taruva over Lindsay Smith. Yeah, okay. But I don't think there was much of an opportunity for him. He's got a break even of five. He's 556K. I don't think you can be keeping him unless you're almost guaranteed that he's going to start again. And realistically, like his break even isn't negative 50. Yeah. I, I would get it if he was negative 50. Doesn't play 19. Like. Yeah. If he had a yeah, if he had a break even negative 50 and you didn't need to sell him, I'd just wait till he got on the field, mm-hmm. um, but I think he's a nice sell this week. Absolutely, and he can upgrade like a hundred k to go to Nicara. Yeah, crazy, or hundred and ten to go to Munster. Ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Um, Brett Tim says, "Is that Luke Patton? Maybe. Have you gotten that before? Never. No. I've got a maybe, head of hair maybe it's like the long face. Oh, thanks, man. You call me a horse or something." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is he a good-looking rooster? I've got to Google him now. Uh, Brett Sims, I don't know. It's on YouTube, so it's quite um, – there's a lot. Oh, I, I've missed some questions. Uh, Ange, Kenner to Tafare to fund a gun? Who has the better security, Kenner or Tafare? Yeah, I was going to say Kenner or Tafare. I think they've gone with Kenner as their option out there, haven't they? Yeah, he looks like he's won the spot. Yeah, whereas Tafare, who knows what's going on with Brenko Yeah, Brenko is Yeah, Brenko is week to week. Whereas Tafari's um, can he mean? He is named, and Branko is Branko's not only extended, so you've got another week from Tafari. But I think, I just think, um, Kenner. I like Kenner in that. In that yeah, he, he'll drag a couple of tries over the next three or four weeks. He seems to have won the spot and has a reasonable base. Uh, plays the Warriors this week, so I wouldn't play him this week. But he's running at Marcelo Montoya, who is known for letting in a few tries here and there. And the Dolphins play Brisbane Penrith in the next three weeks as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I, I like um I like Kenner as a buyer. I would have liked for you to do it last week because okay. he's made sixty k already. Yeah. Uh, Stuart Wallace really want to bring in Mulatalo this week as my 12th round 19 player, but need to free up cash to do so. With a dual front row, second row, what's the best option under 300k or 400k if they play 19? Is that ideal? Uh, Sean Bloor. Sean Bloor, yeah. Sean Bloor. Uh, I haven't really looked, but something that just came to mind. Pasami Solo? He's back in, yeah. Parley's out. Uh, he did a hammy. I'm not sure how long it actually is. I just remember him doing a hammy live. So that's at least three or four weeks, I assume. Solo, 315K, 35 oh. break even. Say that again, sorry. Solo, 315K, yeah. 35 break even. Okay. I don't love it's it. It's pretty good. I don't hate it. Yeah. If, he's at a nice price. So I would. And with the horse <coughs> likely playing Origin now. He's it? someone next week who. I could see myself going Burbo to him. Mm-hmm. So in his sample size of decent minutes, he's played 52 minutes a few weeks in round 13, got 68. That was his like breakout, I guess you could yeah. call it. Uh, 40 minutes and he got 38. 38 minutes, he got 50. That's not too bad. I like. I probably like Bloor better. Um, 80K difference. It just depends which way you want to go. Yeah, and he's, he's um, dual as well. So he's nice run. Canberra. I'd go to him instead of uh, like say you needed someone cheaper. Mm-hmm. 
I'd choose him over Pierre Cora if your numbers are low for 19. If they're yep. not, I'd go Pierre Cora. So Just we, for the upside, like the yeah. potential that he could. Yeah, we've got – we're catering for everyone on this podcast. I like it. Uh, Mitch, thoughts on Richard Kenner job security? Yeah. I think it's good. I think it's he's good. won the spot. Fourth world, thoughts on Schuster to Billy Smith to AJ Brimson via Jewel? Oh, thoughts on Schuster or and Billy, Billy, or oh, Billy right. Smith to AJ Brimson? Uh, if I could sell Schuster, I, I would. Is that, yeah. is that the question? Yeah, Schuster or Billy Smith. Yeah, Schuster. I think um, Brimson's a bit of a trap. I agree. I'll just, just because. The question was just which one to sell, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I'd answer the question. The, the <laughs> thing with Brimson, though, could get named 18th man for Origin. Yeah. So you don't could wanna... play if Walsh is. That's it. If Walsh oh, no, is... I think Walsh got let off oh, potentially. He? I thought that doesn't happen till tonight. Oh, there you go. Uh, Billy Smith actually did all right on the weekend. 40, yeah. Forty-one point, points. Okay. You'll take that. Uh, who's the end game fullbacks? Uh, we talked about that in depth, so you can go back. Stuart Wallace, Gutho, or Edwards? Edwards is someone we didn't really touch on, but um, against. The Melbourne Storm at home this week. I think I'd just hold fire. Yeah, hold fire on him. He could be. An, I think he could be an option though. Uh, in, in for the back end, for sure. I think actually, he's a nice pod play for the back end because I don't think he'll be. He won't be a pod play, will he? He will be, especially if the likes of Teddy and Latrella back. Mm-hmm. Um, with all hands on deck for Penrith, he Man, his numbers are just so consistent. They're very good, aren't they? Uh, Jeronimo Smith, sell Cody Nicarima as he's been benched. He's been good. Good, uh, good, good solid buy. It's been a shame. Amazing cash. I, there's a world where he comes in to start for Isaiah Katawa. Yeah, he struggled. I know he played nine at the start of last week, but he was battling there, wasn't yeah. he, for a while. Uh, just Dane Gagai, it's plantar fascia injury. Should, oh, be, should this, be back around 20. This is a great point. Peter says, this time last year, Katol was the Sharks' winger to get on. The Dragons are leaking tries on their left side. DWZ, four tries. And before that, they scored, I think it was nine tries in four games on that right side. Now it's 13 tries in five games on that side. I think he's right. Could be. Maybe that's your play, not Kennedy. Piss off. (laughs) (laughs) I could... Oh, I could do... See, Tyrell Sloan's been a real good like hold for me. I nearly sold him one week and then nearly sold him most weeks. Yeah, but he's actually made some money again and I think after next week, he's gone. He's gone for Finally. me. Finally. He'll he'll have to be someone that I can't hold on to him for the rest no of the way. Year. Oh he's the kind of guy though that I'll end up needing to keep because of trades. Yeah. Alex Balgowen it Cricketer, isn't he? Who? Alex Balgowan? No, the Balgowans play for Penrith. No idea. No? Ben Balgowan? I'm sorry if I'm offending anyone right now, but I don't know. You don't know any Penrith Balgowans? My local cricket knowledge, my like Sydney grade cricket knowledge, I wouldn't say is high. Oh, it's not high. I thought it would be. Sorry, Alex. (laughs) My apologies. Oh, I think it's Ben. I think Ben. Sorry, Ben. Ben is the cricketer. Ben Balgowan. Um, is Cam Murray not an option anymore? Do we think he plays bigger minutes to come end of year? Uh, I've looked at him. He's 440K. That's ridiculous. Yeah. 
I'm not going to say he's not going to be an option at any stage for the rest of the year. Give him till after Origin. Just wait and see what happens. I'll tell you what I think. I think he's very injured. I think he's on thin ice, you reckon? Yeah. Just I think he needs a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. like two weeks, to just, fair, to, just to rest. Hasn't had much. Oh, yeah, really. And uh, there, there's a question here. Thoughts on Xavier Wilson, cheapy uh, starting second row from the Broncos. He's named on the other edge. Yeah. But Ka- with Capewell, I think Capewell's going to come back. He's not too far away, is he? Yeah. But it's not a bad shout, I guess, because – but I think with him – spot- He's a kind of nuff you can get that you can yeah. be like, okay, he's in three weeks. He's still playing. He's got a negative break even. You can trade him in and he's a guy that will just drop out when K-Pol comes back. And he's, then he's nowhere to be found when they're full strength. He's not going to snag no, a bench spot no, somewhere. No, no, no. I suppose if he does play well as well, like there's nothing saying that's definitely Peter's spot. Yeah, that's it. There. Like if, if they're – it's like the Garner Hosking situation at the start of the year. Like Garner started, but there was nothing to say that it was his spot. So yeah, there's a world where he could win, but I suppose I assume they're a similar price. So I assume the Pierre Crew is probably the safer one at the price. All right, Huds, what are your trades this week? Uh, trading at the moment, I've gone my two beloved Panthers who have both done really well for me, Tyron Peachy and Taruva to uh, Haas and Mulatalo. So my cent- like I know. A few guys have kind of said to me, I know Taruva can be like one of the other options for centre wing back end of the year. I'm so stacked there at the moment that like I just don't really need him. I've got, and you might laugh at how many I've got, it's kind of ridiculous now. But I've got Sarko, Talakai, Johnston, Gagai, Marju, Mulatalo, Garrick, who's in my fullback at the moment. Um, that's seven guys who are all, and Joey Manu's in my 5'8". So um, I don't need to hold Taruva. There's no reason for me to hold Taruva. He's going up. He's gone to Montalo, and that should be fine for my centre wings just about the rest of the year. I don't mind it. Like, I think on the surface it just sounds ridiculous, but this is the first week in a long time I've been full strength. Yeah. (laughs) 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 This is the first time in a long time I've been full strength, which is a lot of people, and Drew's out of my my 17. Mm -hmm. Uh, Playing Melbourne, I think if it was an easier matchup, I would look at playing him. Yeah, he was like he's a handy. He was a handy play those last few weeks where I needed that last guy, so I didn't have to play a Sean Kepi or something. But you know what I could do? Instead of selling Tedesco to Kennedy, Taruva to Katoa, and that banks a hundred k. Just, just saying. And you liked Teddy this week as well, didn't you? Yeah, I do like him. But I love Kennedy. I love Kennedy. <laughs> like I. I I'm so excited to watch Kennedy go out this I Thursday I cannot night. wait for your Thursday evening <laughs> voice messages while you're driving somewhere. Oh, maybe going, I should get to Katoa. Yeah, what do you reckon, boys? Should I get Katoa? <laughs> now the time, 15 tries, nine games, however many games it was. I don't know, boys. How good are the Thursday Arvo? <laughs> Thursday Arvo. My missus is like, what the, who the, who are you <laughs> fucking talking to? I'm like, oh, just voice messages to a group chat. Don't worry, doll. <laughs> Oh. I don't mind that play. Terriva's has been so handy. So many people sold him at like three fifty. Now he's like five hundred. He's five hundred. Like there's every like to be honest. I still think there's a chance that he ends up at like six fifty. Like if he's let's go if he goes on a try scoring streak of like three weeks where he gets yeah. three doubles with line breaks. Like he hasn't done that all year. 
But I'm selling anyway. Fuck. But. Katoa has scores of 8 and 44 in the last two weeks. Break even of 100, 450K. And it actually, it actually is 100K profit by doing Taruva to Sione Katoa. And that right edge against... How many people have traded him in this week? 102 people in have traded in Sione Katoa. I thought that would be way more. 102 people. Well, it's a bit more now because you've just told everyone. Okay, so 102 at 5.17 on Tuesday. I've taken a screenshot. <laughs> Let's have a look at it like tomorrow midday Yeah. after everyone's had the chance to listen to it in the morning and see if that number rises because the right know. side, Sione Katoa against the Dragons. Who's the Dragons left? Is that Ravalawa's side or is that the other side? No, that's yeah. Fiena and yeah. Suli. So, oh. Uh, I don't know if it's the actual wing, wing, winger. It just could be just the communication yeah. between everyone and that Brit- just creating an Brit- overlap. Nikora. Nikora, yep. Raymond, do you still have Raymond, do you? You had him on No, I never had Raymond. No. But Raymond is the right centre. Rocco Berry didn't score that well. It's just a winger. Hines to Katoa. I feel like there's a reason. Like, Katoa hasn't scored that many tries this year, though. There's got to be a reason Raymond's a very similar price. That's and it. his last outing against um, St. George was 120 points in round four. I feel like, and this is me having a bit of a guess, but I feel like Hines, maybe his winger just isn't a thing. You don't reckon? That's just me spitballing. But like, I feel like Dallin, <clears throat> Dallin has consistently scored tries all year kind of thing. And like really blown up this last little like against the dragons. Who who else did you say scored heaps of tries against the dragons? Uh, that was it, wasn't it? The right didn't you side? say like? Oh, you just said right no. It was side. like nine tries in three weeks. Yeah, so. okay. Maybe it's just SJ and and Dallin. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I feel like Hines has more of a hand in a short ball to Nakora or so the dragons. Jermaine. The last few weeks have played the Warriors. They played South to. Historically, aren't the right side yeah. heaps? Penrith in round fourteen. So that was our. That was our. Um, we lost that game. No, we didn't. We just won that game. That was but Cogger. That, yeah, that, that was Cogger. Was, yeah. No, but remember, Cleary's try assist in the first like yeah. ten minutes. Yeah. Like that was just that. That was literally just here you go, mate. Like that was a planned play. Go score a try. That was a planned play for sure. Um, any news on Elias and Katoa? We're not going to have um, time to go through the team list, but I guess just <coughs> as a whole, Gagai's out. Mm-hmm. Should be back 20, though, not a sell, not a buy. And we've kind of touched on what has and hasn't happened. There's a lot of other Supercoach shows that go in-depth, team list to team list, but... Um, Katoa's not in the reserves either. Interesting. That's That's awkward. Yeah. Because, like, if you've held this long... Nelson on the edge, I like. Mm-hmm. I saw someone, a couple of people in the chat have brought him in, brought Nelson in last week. I like it. I like it. I like Scott Sorensen as a buyer too. Still? He's yeah. busy now, isn't he? Yeah. He's just in everything. I love him. I think he's someone I will target post-round 19. Yeah, okay. um, so what's he at now? 689. He has 111 break-even. That's Timmy's magic number. <laughs> Maybe it's the week to get him in. Timmy, I'm sure you'll be listening. Jump on. And he scored quite – and they play the Bulldogs in round 21. So, realistically, you can get Scott Sorensen for 650K maybe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in round 21 against the Bulldogs. 
I think I'm going to do it. Go on. Enjoy. I might be with you. I'm not going to say yes or no. I'm just I'm just letting you stew on your Katoa situation over there. I like it. I like it. Uh, where else are we? Uh, trade. You said you trade. So much trades, yeah. Yeah, so I'm doing um, Tedesco to Kennedy. Sure. And I'm also doing Bloor, Eisenhuth to Bloor. I like it. Um, I can do Burbo to Bloor instead of Eisenhuth, but... I haven't really paid much attention to Eisenhuth, to be honest. I'd probably go... He, no, he's not named. He's not named. He's not playing. Okay. Is Burbo going to leak cash? He's 240k coming off yeah. the bench, so hopefully he can jack. He's going to be an A nightmare for a bit, but yeah. I'm hoping at some that's point. Un- yeah, that's fine. I'm hoping at some point he comes on and scores some points. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I am giving away. We are giving away this ball. I don't know how we're going to do that. Uh, the I don't know. No idea. Okay. Uh, comment in the description. So, who, what, what player are you most excited to see play this week? And why? In 25 words or less. No, 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 no. What player are you most excited? Oh, I? Yeah. Me, personally? Yeah. Uh, I am most excited. I thought that's what you wanted them to comment. No, 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 no. Right. That's too much. Uh, I'm excited. Ooh, what's a tough one? Like, for me, it's going to be Will Kennedy. Yeah. I'm going to go... Oh, I don't want to be boring. I don't want to be boring. Greg Marju. Greg Marju, I like Greg it. Greg Marju. He, I was at, I was at the game the other night and did not notice him one bit, not yeah. once, except at the start when they were when they were walking off past where I was sitting. I was like, "Who's that big front row?" Oh my Christ, that's Greg <laughs> Marju. He is huge. What, but then really I looked at his score and I was like, "Hey, on, he just scored wait, seven. Wait, wait, wait. What? Sorry. What did you expect him to be on when you're when you're opening that up? At the at half time, oh, let's say full time, like obviously reception is pretty bad at Penrith yeah, Stadium. It's bad. When I was expecting him to be on like 35, 40 maybe, like if yeah. I'm lucky. Like he, for me, like we kicked to him most of the night, I reckon, so he didn't have many big plays out of his own. Like I was like, if he gets 40, I'll be laughing. He got 70. Fuck. Ridiculous. That's, I just, I'm just hoping that, um, he can put on it, he can maybe bag a few tries against the dogs this week. Okay. We'll give, Two chances. So someone can win this ball. That's a hat. Yeah. And someone can win this hat. What you have to do, guess Will Kennedy's score for post updates mm-hmm. and guess Greg Marju's score for the ball post updates. Like it. Um, that gives you two chances. Can I have a guess? My guess is yeah. 142. To Marju? For Greg Marju. Okay, 142 for Marju. I'm going to go. <laughs> is, that, is that a bit... Excessive? No, no, it's good. He's got the ceiling. So <laughs> Absolutely. I've got 92 for Kennedy. 92? <laughs> like, you expect if I trade him in, no, that's fine. like, I expect more, but I'm trying to be realistic 142 here. might be a bit much. <laughs> I've just looked at Who are they playing? The Dogs. The Dogs. And so, like, actually, let's go there because they might just go at, through the middle. He's running at Karaz. Karaz is pretty good. Let's just drop that. Let's just taper that back a bit. Let's go 128. 128. I like yeah. it. Cause Final. He, lock it in, Eddie. Didn't he score 138 with a hat-trick One, Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I just looked at. Yeah. <clears throat> nice. Right. Uh, captains? Captains. See, this is, yeah, I like this. I like this segment today. It's a weird one. No, it's, it's not. No. It's pretty simple. I know, but I, I really like to have a bit of a safety net, like a bit yeah. of a VC early in the round. But Nico playing first game against the Dragons. Can you do something different or is it is everyone just going to be obliged to do that? 
Uh, we've got a comment here. Fourth world, Marzu one twenty three, Kennedy eighty six, Kennedy one eleven, Marzu one eleven. Is Timmy watching? Or? <laughs> I, Ange, I, I hope that happens. I'll give you both of these and, and a super coach stubby cooler if that happens. So you like get an extra prize. Actually, if you get both of them right, I will chuck in something extra. Yeah, I'm sure I can find something later around at home yeah. for you. Um, but yeah, I'm going Heinz. Strike C. Yeah. Yeah. I, I look. I probably will too. It's just it's. It makes me sad because I think there's a few nice, close options. Like take Hines out of the equation. It would have been a really nice, nice interesting week, yeah. week with Marju. I think I know Garrick was. I know the Manly have been piss poor, but I think he could be a bit of an option. He could have been a bit of an option. Multalo could have been a nice VC if they played. I suppose if Hines is playing, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I just think there's a couple of nice little matchups. I don't hate Cody Walker against the Warriors. Um, Manu, yeah, Manu. Manu scares me because he had two runs in, two touches in the first like thirty-five minutes. But against against Manly, is he on Schuster's side? Yes. No. Yes. 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 I that I don't know. That's just you just can't do it at centre. No, no, I know. But like I'm saying, could have been potentially an, an interesting week. But I expect most people to go Hines straight captain. Yeah. And I, I think the fact that everyone is full strength this week, don't rely on that safety net because there are going to be some auto emergencies in your side that you don't want. Yeah, like uh, Murdoch Masilla is named Starting. to start, which is which is nice. He's been scoring okay. Yeah, Kepi, Kepi for me though out, which I quite like. He can sit these four hundred. He's four hundred k now, so I can tell him soon. On a week like this, you want to play your top seventeen. You don't want to cop another score. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Whereas most other weeks in the previous weeks, we've been quite under strength. This week, you've got to be ballsy. Yeah. Make make your decision. Um, and Heinz is in for me. I usually like to be cute and just try and go a pod route, mm-hmm. but I just don't think it's the week to do it. Although St George. They've been beaten up in the media a lot. But I think they had their – yeah, no. Nah, I still nah. – at Shark, Shark Park as well, isn't it? All right, guys. Uh, comment your guesses and then uh, at the end of the week we'll go through the comments and we will pick a winner. Beauty. Oh, we won't pick a winner. The they, winner they will be there. Winner. And if there is multiple that say the same, then Whoever they'll go in a first. hat. Okay, cool. Or say there's two the same for one player and no one gets the other player, then we'll just split it between you two. Sure, we'll figure it out. Yeah, We're we'll figure it out. Grown-ups. All right, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you, Hads, for coming on. Pleasure, um, as always. Cricket season starts soon, doesn't it? Not really, to be honest. Like still pre-season? a few months away. No, preseason few... started. Oh, it started? Yeah. Cool. Uh, not much going on, really. Yeah. Nice. Same old. Nice. Cool. Cool, cool. See you soon. See you soon.